I learned that I hold the solution to someone else's mistake inside of me just by being clear and honest about how it made me feel. Getting Discomfortable with Clarity I've had a lot of frustrating situations happen in my life lately around the issue of clarity and ambiguity and how confusing, unhelpful, and hurtful a lack of clarity can actually be. Brené Brown says, Clear is kind and unclear is unkind. And I'm finding that not only is that so true, but it's completely at odds with the way that I have been living my life, which might be better described as unclear is nice and clear is mean. That's kind of the ideology that I was raised in, that we should be nice to people and that being nice to people essentially means sugarcoating everything so that it sounds as pleasant as possible. And if your truth is going to be hurtful, that you just shouldn't say it at all, that you should gently allow the person to just sort of figure it out in the most indirect, passively aggressive way possible. If you listen to my episode on honesty from a few weeks ago, then you'll know how important being honest and authentic is to me and how I think it's one of the keys to finding well-being. However, I still completely subscribe to Pema Chodron's quote, which I'll paraphrase. It goes something like, Honesty that doesn't contain kindness, compassion, and humor can be cruel. I think that's also very true. I think there is always a way to be honest while being kind, compassionate, and funny. There is always a way to deliver potentially hurtful honesty in a way that is as compassionate and undamaging as possible. But I still think that it's extremely important to deliver that honesty and to deliver it with as much clarity as possible. I've been doing some casual dating over the last year because I've been in Canada a lot. So even though I'm a nomad, it was like, well, I could possibly come and live in this city. And I've found that there is an epidemic of ghosting and ambiguity that I find actually so much more hurtful and painful than when someone is just direct with me and says, I don't like you or I'm not interested in dating you. The ambiguity just leaves so much space for questioning myself, questioning the situation. Are they interested? Are they not interested? I don't understand. And if they are not interested, why? What did I do? It's just like a playground for my negativity bias to go jumping around filling in the ambiguity. As I talked about in the episode about shaming not long ago, our brain is wired for story. This is another tidbit I get from Brene Brown. 
And so any story that is left ambiguous, our brain wants to fill in the gaps so that it feels like it has some control over things, some understanding with which to move forward. And because we are wired to see the negative, it's very likely that if a situation ends ambiguously with a lack of clarity, our negativity bias is going to fill in the blanks with the worst possible explanations. That's why a lack of clarity is so much more hurtful than someone just saying, you know what, I find you kind of annoying and I don't want to go on another date with you. Then it's like, okay, whatever. That's that guy's opinion. He finds me annoying. He doesn't want to date me. I can deal with that. I now have a story. I understand it. And it's okay. But if he just sort of slowly stops texting me or kind of leads me on with these little breadcrumbs, but then ultimately nothing ever happens, I'm left wondering, well, did he want to go on another date or didn't he? I I don't understand. Should I continue to text him being like, hey, weren't we going to go on a date? Or is that the exact opposite of what he wants? He wants me to leave him alone. I'm supposed to get a clue that he's not interested. And I have to admit that I am guilty of doing all of these things as well. So if I look into my own mind, what was happening there is that I thought being unclear, kind of just like hoping they will get the message, seemed like the quote-unquote nicest thing to do. Because who wants to be told that they're not liked or, or, or who wants to be flatly rejected? You know, in my brain, it's better to let the person just sort of piece it together so that they are less hurt by it than to just straight up tell them, I don't like you. Of course, having been on the receiving end of this behavior recently, I now see how wrong I was and how right Brene Brown was when she says, clear is kind unclear is unkind. Just giving someone an honest and clear explanation for where you're at, what you want, and what you don't want is such a kind thing to give them because it gives them closure, it gives them understanding so that they're not left swimming in the murky ambiguity of their negativity bias trying to fill in all the blanks. I recently went to some pride parties here in Vancouver, and at those pride parties, I actually saw two different guys that I had gone on a few dates with, and both of those situations I thought were going well, but then they kind of ended abruptly and ambiguously. And to this day, I'm not entirely sure what happened. Did I do something wrong or did they think I didn't like them? Like I didn't, I couldn't tell. But I saw both of these guys separately at Pride. And in both instances, I made eye contact directly with them, kind of like hello with my eyes. And they both pretended like they didn't see me or didn't know me. And that actually happened multiple times with both guys because it's a very small community. And at this point, I have sort of put together, okay, they they didn't want to go on any more dates with me. That's totally fine. Now I get it. But it's just kind of dehumanizing when someone pretends like they don't recognize you or don't know you. And it's creating so much more confusion and drama than is necessary. If in both of those cases, they had have just been like, hey, man, you know what? I'm not really feeling it. Uh, Good luck out there. 
Then, when they saw me in public, because they had been clear with me, they wouldn't have to worry that I was going to like run up to them and be like, hey, we're dating. Like, I, I actually think that that's their fear, that if they acknowledge me, it's like I will have not put together that they don't want to date me. And they're worried I'm going to like run up and kiss them or something or be like, you're mine, right? Obviously, that's not what I'm going to do. I get it. I'm not an idiot. But nonetheless, they could have just been clear. And then when they saw me in public, they would have basically have set the boundary of, I'm not interested in you romantically. And with that clear boundary in place, they could then totally come up to me, say hello, and they would know that I know that we all know where we stand, what we want from each other, which is nothing but, you know, civility, a, a, a high, an eyebrow raise, you know, a smile. That's all it takes to respect someone. When you pretend like you don't see them or pretend like you don't know them, it's, it doesn't meet my need for dignity. And it hurts. So all of this lack of clarity going around, this ghosting, is seen as a kind of nicer way to operate. But actually, it's way more hurtful, way more dramatic, way more complicated and confusing than it needs to be. Of course, I can also say from, you know, my own experience that there is a degree of cowardice involved. There is a degree of not wanting to have a difficult conversation, not wanting to have to be honest, not wanting to have to have a confrontation, probably because we worry that it's going to get really ugly or spiral out of control or something like that. And I'm sure there are instances where that will happen. But since I've been experiencing this lack of clarity in dating, I have now been trying to make an extraordinary effort to be as clear as possible. And if you're listening to this podcast and you've been on a date with me or you know me and I have been unclear, I apologize. Like I said, I am as guilty of this as anyone. And it's only very recently that I have recognized what a bad strategy being unclear is, how unkind, how not nice it really is. So this is a very new territory for me. But over the last month or so, I have been trying to be as clear and honest as I can with people in in these ambiguous dating type situations. And I have found that every time I have been clear, it has been met with gratitude. People were so happy to know exactly where I stood. And it emboldened them, it empowered them to be more honest with me, to say, well, yeah, I was kind of actually feeling this. But it let everybody be more honest. And I actually left these situations feeling way more connected to the person. So obviously, it's a sign that having transparency and honesty is a much better way to connect with someone. And it really felt like Bernay was right. By being clear, it felt like I was being kind. And the truth is, you know exactly when you are not being clear because you feel it in your heart and in your gut. Your heart starts to beat. You start to sweat a little. You start to feel claustrophobic. When you're around someone and you are withholding something, I, I talked about this in the episode on authentic relating. When you are withholding something, your heart starts to pound. You start to feel like you're boxed in, like the world is shrinking because you have something that you need to let out. And as soon as you find a kind, compassionate, and humorous way to let it out, you feel so much relief. So you know exactly the moment you start to feel that pressure, that heart rate around something that you're withholding, that's the moment that you need to be more clear. 
That's the moment where by being honest, by being transparent, you are being kind. Because the truth is, the message is going to come out of you either way. It is going to sublimate out of you in your every little action if you don't just be honest about it. And the sublimation is often so much worse. It comes out in these passive-aggressive comments or these kind of like pulling away with your body physically. The message needs to come out. Your body needs to get its truth out, but it doesn't always need to get it out in words. So if you don't cut it off at the head and just be clear and honest and transparent, as soon as you feel that withholding, it's going to come out in really insidious and unhelpful and probably hurtful ways. So either way, the message is going to come through. The question is, can you give it to the person in the way that is the most clear to them so that they can understand it and work with it for their future psychological well-being, for the story that they're constructing in their head? That's the real key. Being clear as quickly as possible is the kindest thing we can do. One of my clarity test runs actually happened at Pride, where I ran into an old flame, and we started dancing, and one thing led to another, and we were making out on a dance floor. And then all of a sudden, I felt a withholding. I realized in my chest that this couldn't continue. I didn't actually want to pursue dating this person. I just wanted to have a moment with them. And so I recognized, okay, I have a withholding. I need to be clear and transparent. That is my value. So I just said, can we just talk about this? And I pointed at us dancing. This is like on a dance floor with loud music. And he was like, oh, okay. And I said, I don't have the capacity to take this any further than this moment. And he was like, oh, totally. Neither do I. And I was like, great. So we're both on the same page. And it was such a relief. The withholding, the pounding heart, the the sweating, the the claustrophobia all went away. And we were able to keep dancing for the rest of a song. And then we had a really heartfelt goodbye. And we went our separate ways. And that was it. We had this lovely little reconnective moment on a dance floor at Pride. What more could you ask for? And we were both able to be completely clear about what it was and what it wasn't. Because my other strategy would have been to kind of just like find an excuse and run away or like try to bump into one of my other friends and be like, oh, well, I got to go hang out with them now and just leave the situation really unclear. And this person might have been like, oh, well, I mean, should we make out more? Do you want to go home with me? Like, apparently they weren't really on that page either. So that's great. But I wouldn't have known that, and I would have felt bad and guilty the whole night if I hadn't have been clear, and I would have been avoiding them in the same way that those two guys I went on ambiguous dates with avoided me because of the lack of clarity, because I would have worried that he wanted more than I could offer. So I would have just avoided him, and that would have been hurtful and confusing, and his negativity bias would have been like, oh, well, AJ hates you, or maybe you just didn't kiss him very well on the dance floor, or maybe he saw some other guy. You know, he would be filling in the blanks with all these horrible interpretations. Whereas just by being immediately clear and transparent, as soon as my heart and chest told me I had something I needed to say, 
it completely diffused the situation. And now when I see that guy, it'll be so nice. It'll it'll be, you know, we, we shared a special moment and we ended the special moment in a way that was kind and clear for both of us. So now we that relationship is salvaged. I can see him. I can wave to him. I can go up. I can hug him. Maybe we'll dance and make out on a dance floor someday again. Who knows? But the point is, it was such a relief for me. And I realized that when Brene says clear is kind and unclear is unkind, she's not just talking about for the person you're being clear to. She's talking about us. It is actually kind to ourselves to be clear to someone. It makes our life so much better, so much lighter, so much freer. So I was kind to myself by immediately being clear and transparent with this person about what I needed and what I was available for and what I was not available for. Another interesting situation happened recently around clarity. A friend had made a commitment to me, and when the time came for that commitment to be fulfilled, it started to become clear in our communication that it probably wasn't going to happen. But they weren't able to just say it directly. They were kind of dancing around it in a way where I was just filling in the blanks like, oh, okay, so they're not actually going to do this thing that they said they were going to do. And I was quite disappointed, and my reaction, as is kind of always the case, my gut reaction was like, all right, well, I am never talking to this person again. Fuck them. They promised me this thing, and it's really inconvenient that they're not coming through, so they are canceled. But then I was like, really? You're going to end this whole relationship just because they let you down in this one instance? But I was so full of resentment that I was like, how could I possibly continue to be friends with this person? I just can't. I'm just so upset at them. And I realized that I needed a way to off-gas that resentment so that I could continue having a relationship with them. And I realized that the way to do that was just to be honest. But at the same time, I did not want to shame them because I have taken a vow to be non-reactive to shame. I am trying not to spread any more shame into the world. So I spent a lot of time crafting, and this was all happening over text, I might add, the perfect text message where I was able to be honest enough about how I was feeling that I would not be full of resentment anymore. And yet at the same time, give them just enough clearness that they get my point without making them feel awful or making them feel shame. Because I know that would be counterproductive. And it was so interesting because they were the ones who had let me down. So I felt like they needed to apologize to me, like the ball was in their court to solve the situation. And if they weren't able to solve it in a way that I thought was appropriate, then our relationship was over or ruined and and it was all their fault. But I just didn't want our relationship to be over or ruined. And I realized that actually I had all the power to fix it, at least from my side, in my own command. It, it was up to me. I'm sure, you know, it would have been nice if they had have just said, oh, you know what, I recognize what I've done. I've been really unclear and I've totally not followed through on something I said I would do. I'm really sorry. 
But because I wasn't getting that, I had to find my own solution. And that was just to be honest. By telling them that I was disappointed, it allowed me to continue being connected with them, to continue to have a relationship with them without being full of resentment and bitterness and anger. And by wording it in such a way that I didn't deeply shame them, I hoped that it would allow them to hear me, to really hear me and really understand where I was coming from and not build up any resentment or anger on their side towards me. You know, I wanted them to be able to hold their head high around me if we did hang out again. So keeping them in shame, keeping them feeling terrible, that wasn't going to help either because then they weren't going to want to hang out with me in the future, even though it was their fault and I had every right to be upset. If I were to shame them, there would be this painful feeling whenever they saw me and they wouldn't want to hang out. So, you know, on the one side, I'll have too much resentment. On the other side, they'll be too embarrassed and our relationship will be over either way. So I really had to work to strike a gentle balance where I could say my truth in a way where it would be heard and it would not be shaming. And I think I managed to capture that by just lightly saying, you know, I was disappointed by what happened, but I actually learned something from it. And I didn't share this with them, but what I learned was how to deal with this exact situation. I learned that I hold the solution to someone else's mistake inside of me just by being clear and honest about how it made me feel. So that's another example where clear is kind to both the other person and kind to me. And that clear actually allowed me to solve a problem that I still consider to have been the fault of someone else. Just by being clear, I was able to off-gas that resentment, off-gas that withholding in a way that was very direct and transparent, but not shaming. And that allowed me to just continue with my life and be open to further interaction with this person. Once again, I do not want to make it sound like I am some hero of clarity. These are like the few situations where I have actually been clear and they have actually gone well. For each of these examples, there are like a hundred other times where I was super ambiguous and unclear with someone and they probably are still full of resentment to this day. And to those people, I am sorry. I am now learning a much better strategy. And I'm sure that by being unclear with people, it made them also be unclear with other people. It creates a culture that spreads. I said on Instagram, ghosted people, ghost people. If I get ghosted by someone after a date, I am that much more likely to say, fuck it, I'm just going to ghost this guy because I don't really like him. And apparently it's fine to just ghost people these days. So I'm not going to bother putting in any effort. I'm just going to stop responding as soon as I feel like it. So being ambiguous, being unclear, ghosting people, that spreads like a virus. It creates a culture and it just makes what goes around comes around. So you're going to ghost someone, they're going to ghost someone else, that person's going to eventually then ghost you when you end up going on an inevitable date with them because the community is not that large. So if you are clear, people will be clear back to you. And then they will realize that actually it feels great to be clear and they will be clear with their next date. And their next date will then be clear with you, hopefully, when inevitably you go on a date with them. So try it out. 
when you feel that withholding happening, your heart rate spikes, you feel a bit claustrophobic, you have something you need to say, just stop and say, hey, can we talk about this moment right now? I feel this, or I need this, or I don't want this. And I think you will be surprised by how open this person is to hearing what might be a difficult truth, especially if you can communicate it with kindness, compassion, and humor. And they will probably give you a lot more clarity back. And that might even surprise you to find out that they weren't thinking or expecting what you thought they were thinking or expecting. And it just is, I can't express what a load off of my shoulders it felt like when I was able to finally just be clear with people. I just felt such freedom and I felt like I was in such control over my own reality. I could solve situations that weren't even my mistake just by being clear. It's really been kind of a revelation. And I am looking forward to practicing it more on nomadic dates or dance floor makeouts or whatever adventures I get up to. And as usual, I will keep you posted on how it goes.